0: Hi friends, Nairi here. Gather around and listen up, let's talk before the show. Friends, this work is my passion and it's picking up. Not just this podcast, but also articles, streams, podcast appearances, consults on documentaries, major progress on my manuscripts, and it merits my full attention. Thanks to you, it's now my full-time job and I'd like to keep it that way. Here's why. Piecemeal freelance work is unpredictable and infrequent, and book royalties ebb, as they have been recently. That's where you come in. Every little bit that you support here helps support me and keep me working for you. Your support does more than just keep me housed and keep the lights on. It also lets me make appearances at conventions, like I did recently at the Western Pennsylvania Furry Weekend, and it lets me invest in research materials, like the copy of Sources of Japanese Tradition, volume 2 that I recently acquired for Friday Night History. So, if you enjoy my work, sign up today at patreon.com/riversidewings or subscribe at twitch.tv/riversidewings. In a time when historical awareness is vitally critical, to issues of current events, civic engagement, and more. Your support will help me bring my professional training, plus my passion as someone who started out in fandom before academe to the masses. So even as we read the novels, watch the movies, play the games, let's round out our appreciation of the real people, ideas, events, and more that go into making them. History is funnier, messier, stranger, more interconnected, and yes, gayer than you might have thought. So gather round. Let's explore and enjoy it together thanks again for your support i love you all thank you for being the wind beneath my wings this week on friday night history dance and the gods part one this episode of friday night history was recorded before a live twitch audience at twitch.tv riverside wings to support this podcast you can subscribe to catch future recording sessions, gaming streams, and more. Please also consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash riversidewings. Your support makes all of this possible. Salutations, you fantastic denizens of the internet. This is Dr. Nairi A. Bakalyan, and you are listening to Friday Night History, your favorite historical romp with your favorite history dyke. <laughs> Season 2, Episode 8, Number 41, Dance and the Gods, Part 1. An anecdote that's often quoted on the subject of Shinto and how it works comes from Joseph Campbell who met a Shinto priest at a world religion conference once. The anecdote is told in a number of different versions and it makes me wonder what actually was said, but in one common version the priest says the following to Campbell. We don't have theology. We don't have ideology. In Japan, we dance. Now, I need us to be clear here. Shinto doesn't have a formal, elaborate, structured theology the way Western religions do because that's not how it works. Indeed, the idea of a unitary thing called Shinto is a modern idea, an umbrella term for a variety of shrine faiths with a loosely aligned set of practices, some of which were heavily syncretic with Buddhism. But all of that doesn't mean it's devoid of traditions, lore, and especially rules. It's all about ritual, patterns, rhythms, and each shrine faith and sometimes a given shrine itself has its own particular permutation on everything. The dance the priest is referring to here in the Campbell anecdote is the ritual dancing performed at shrines, the art broadly termed as kagura, god enjoyment. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to Kagura and it's not my goal to give a full and exhaustive history of all Kagura everywhere in Japan. Rather, I want to focus on one particular Kagura tradition, the Miwa-ryu, the Miwa tradition, of Yakurai Shrine, a shrine in northern Miyagi Prefecture. The influence of this shrine on major shrines in the region is significant, and like many significant shrines in Miyagi, intertwined with data history. So, welcome to part one of Dance and the Gods, episode 41 of Friday Night History. In this episode, I'm going to give an overview of Kagura in general, as well as Kagura in northern Honshu in particular. We want to get a sense of what it is we're talking about before zeroing in and talking about Niwaryu specifically. And it all begins, or so the story goes, with one very brave goddess dancing raucously in the dark. The story, as related in Do- the Don Philippi translation of the Kojiki, the Record of Ancient Matters, goes as follows. Bear with me. It's a little old-timey sounding, but I need to tell the story entirely for the relevant bit to make some measure of sense in context. Quote, At this time, Amaterasu Ōmikami, seeing this, was afraid, and opening the heavenly rock cave door, went in and shut herself inside. Then Takamanohara was completely dark, and the central land of the Reed Plains was entirely dark. Because of this, constant night reigned, and the cries of the myriad deities were everywhere abundant like summer flies, and all manner of calamities arose. Then the eight hundred myriad deities assembled in a divine assembly in the riverbed of the Ameno no Yasu Kawa. They caused the child of Takami Musubi no Kami, Omoi Kane no Kami, to ponder. They gathered together the long crying birds of Tokoyo and caused them to cry. They took the heavenly hard rock from the upper stream of the river Ame no Kawa. They took iron from the mountain Ame Kanayama. They sought the smith. Amatsumara and commissioned Ishikori Dome no Mikoto to make a mirror. They commissioned Tama no Mikoto to make long strings of myriad Magatama beads. They summoned Ame no Koyane no Mikoto and Futodame no Mikoto to remove the whole shoulder bone of a male deer of the mountain Ame no and take heavenly hahaka wood from the mountain Ame no and with these perform a divination. They uprooted by the very roots the flourishing Masasaki trees of the mountain Amino Kaguyama. To the upper branches, they affixed long strings of myriad magatama beads. In the middle branches, they hung a large dimensioned mirror. In the lower branches, they suspended white nikite cloth and blue nikite cloth. These various objects were held in his hands by Futodama no Mikoto as solemn offerings and Ame no Koyane no Mikoto intoned a solemn liturgy. Ame no tajikara no Kami stood concealed beside the door while Ame no Uzume no Mikoto bound up her sleeves with a cord of heavenly Hikage vine, tied around her head a headband of the heavenly Masaki vine, bound together bundles of Sasa leaves to hold in her hands, and overturning a bucket before the heavenly rock cave door, stamped resoundingly upon it. Then she became divinely possessed, exposed her breasts, and pushed her skirt battened down to her genitals. Then Takamanohara shook as the 800 myriad deities laughed at once. Then Amaterasu Omikami, thinking this strange, opened a crack in the heavenly rock cave door, and said from within because i have shut myself in i thought that takamanohara would be dark and that the central land of the reed plains would be completely dark but why is it that ameno uzume sings and dances and all the 800 myriad deities laugh then ameno uzume said we rejoice and dance because there is a deity here superior to you while she was saying this Ameno no Koyane no Mikoto and Futodama no Mikoto brought out the mirror and showed it to Amaterasu Oomikami. Then Amaterasu Omikami, thinking this more and more strange, gradually came out of the door and approached the mirror. Then the hidden Ame no Tajikara Onokami took her hand and pulled her out. Immediately Futodama no Mikoto extended a shirikume rope behind her and said, You may go back no further than this. When Amaterasu o Mikami came forth, Takamanohara and the central land of Reed Plains of, of themselves became light. End quote. Long story short, what happened was that Ameno Uzume no Mikoto, the goddess of the dawn, danced raucously and stripped in order to bring Amaterasu o Mikami's light back to a darkened world. These are all kami in this story, all divines, and yet not the bit in the passage that directly references the dance. Then she became divinely possessed, exposed her breasts, and pushed her skirt band down. Ame no Uzume no Mikoto, herself a kami, became possessed. While ritual dance since then has usually not involved stripping... Nevertheless, this element of the lore is said to be the divine origin of a number of arts, theatrical forms like no and kyogen, but arts associated more directly with shrines like Kagura. The most frequent form a Kagura might take at any shrine today is as follows. You're likely to see a miko, a shrine maiden or shrine attendant, in their formal attire, white kosode garment over red hakama trousers. Sometimes they might wear something as headgear, but this isn't always the case. What they have at hand will vary too, but most often in the present day you might see an instrument that has a set of 12 bells mounted on a stick, as a tool called a kagura suzu, a kagura bell. The dance is not spontaneous, but it's still said to attract the interest of and favor by the divine. But this is only the most common things you're likely to see and hear if you had to pick a shrine at random anywhere in Japan at which to attend a kagura dance. At other shrines, you may well see multiple performers, not all of them miko, sometimes they're volunteers from among the shrine parishioners. And the implements, from the masks, to the instruments, to the attire, may more closely resemble no or kyogen than the most common appearance of Kagura noted above. There are a variety of these other forms of Kagura around Japan, and historically there were more. It is to this category that the Kagura of Yakurai Shrine in Kami, Miyage Prefecture, belongs. Also known as Kagura, it was historically associated with ascetics who would have been a common sight around the Oshu Mountains, but today it's performed by parishioners trained by the shrine's priests. And thanks to the patronage of House Date of Sendai, its influence spread farther than you might imagine. And for that, we will pick up the story next week in Dance and the Gods, Part 2. I'm Nairi, and this has been Friday Night History. Now, questions? Friday Night History is a weekly historical romp. With me, your favorite history dike, Dr. Nairi A. Bakalyan. Our theme is Buga Blue, written by Craig Friedrich, performed by the U.S. Army Blues and available royalty-free at pixabay.com music. This and more is made possible by listeners like you. To support Friday Night History and the rest of my work, sign up today at patreon.com slash riversidewings or subscribe at twitch.tv slash riversidewings and catch gaming, historical banter, and episode recordings. You can find my audio fiction and other short work for sale at riversidewings.itch.io and check out my novel at bit.ly slash greydawn ebook. That's all for this week of Friday Night History. Next week, Dance and the Gods, Part 2. One little shrine, one big clan, and how this particular flavor of Kagura spread around the old Sendai domain. Hope to see you there. And remember... Who you are and what lights your fire is worth fighting for. I'll see you around.